second bringing molly on in hi molly can you hear me hello hi all right good we're on no technical difficulties this time hey did you hear the song i just played yeah it's really good molly that song's terrible no (laughs) it's a good song what do you like about that song I like the feeling when I hear it. I feel happy, and I like the chorus. It's really catchy. I spent the entirety of this morning trying to remember what song it was because I remember how much I liked it because I heard it the other day. And where did you hear this song? I just was playing a a playlist on my Alexa. Oh, I see. And... You've been listening to this 80s streaming station lately? Is that that's how you're discovering these that's how you're discovering songs like this, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Molly, Molly. Yeah. Well, all the power to you, but I figured you'd get a kick out of that. By the way, all of you listening, that'll be probably the only time Foreigner will be played on this show, but yeah. Yeah. It's a really good song. Well, maybe you should learn how to sing it. I was actually thinking about that. Yeah. Bring it bring it up to your music teacher. Yeah. What other 80 songs um are you enjoying these days? Well, I really like Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the one year? Like, go ahead. I like you give love a bad name. Oh, Molly. <laughs> Molly, I mean, I spent the my entire the entire decade of the '80s trying to avoid listening to music like that. <laughs> you do know it's that, right? Good music. <laughs> oh, teach his own, I suppose. Okay. I want you to find one more person that that agrees with you because I haven't heard anybody agreeing with you ever. Well, yeah, uh, you know what? You might, you may have a point. Now there are people out there that really don't like Bon Jovi, and really don't like Journey, and certainly really don't like Foreigner. But 
what's another band out there that's really bad? Um, Ario Speedwagon. That'd be another band up, right up there that would not be uh, allowed uh, playage in my apartment. I don't know that. You don't know Ario Speedwagon? Uh, well, I, I could sing some to you, but then I might give yeah um i'm a i'm afraid what would happen i'm afraid that what would happen if i did start singing that uh so maybe not yeah um how are you doing how are you doing molly I'm okay. you're okay okay that's good are you sad that you missed the last two months of school yes you, yeah yeah you really miss being with your friends uh, yeah as much as like if somebody told me that I would get to stay home, like if someone told me at the beginning of March that I would get, like I would be able to go home and never come back to school, like until September, I would be thrilled because during school I hate it. I hate the bus. I hate the people, and I just hate being in class. It's just an awful experience. I hate waking up early, and I'm always depressed and tired. But I do miss my friends and I miss being able to have a routine and like sleeping till two o'clock doesn't make me happy. Yes. Yes. Um, I agree. Routine is good for us and certainly sleeping in every once in a while uh, is a good thing, but too much of it is depressing. I certainly agree with that. And are you excited that it's summer or... I'm very excited that it's summer. I love swimming. I just don't like the bugs, and I don't like it when it's too hot. But I love being outside, and I love swimming, which is I really just want to swim, and I haven't been able to. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's still, I mean, it's only June 5th. I mean, it's really too early to swim. So we've it's, had we've had some hot days. We've actually had, we've also had some really, really cold days, too, especially cold nights. I could have swam today easily. It was awful today. Yeah, was it awful today? I mean, it's. Yeah. I mean, compared to the last, it seems like the last two Fridays have been almost unbearable. Well, you remember spending the night in the apartment where we fought over the fan. I only had one fan at the at that time. I have two now, so you can be in one room and I can be in the other, and it's uh, comfortable. Uh, but yeah, a couple Fridays ago, it was pretty brutal in here. Definitely. Yeah. I could definitely swim that day. Oh, absolutely. But where would you swim? Uh, would you go to a lake? I mean, are the lakes warm enough to swim now? Yeah. I mean, I swam in the lake in April, and even though it was cold, it was like you get numb and then it's fine. And that was all the way back in April. I see. I'm kind of numb year round, so probably I could swim year round, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, you didn't. It wasn't this past April you went swimming, was it? No, I think... No, I was in, like, sixth grade. It was with Emma and Mama, and it was right. at camp. We went up to work, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go swimming, and me and Emma both went swimming. Yeah, I was. I believe I was there. I didn't go in the yeah. water, but I believe I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the I went into the water on October 2nd at the lake, uh, Poca Moonshine Lake, uh, yeah, yeah, that was a while ago, and that was cold. Well, juice, I hot mic. Uh, that was really, really cold. 
that was a cold day yeah it was probably well, warmer than in april right because well according to your brother it is you're more likely to get hypothermia in the spring when the ice is just getting out than you are in december before the ice starts to form i believe that's what it is yeah yeah so to answer your question the water is colder in the spring than it is in the late fall early winter yeah yeah we should test that theory out sometime not that i'm getting in the water either of those times of the year but maybe we could uh, take a temperature gauge with us and uh, test the water somehow yeah, yeah that'd be fun i, I would actually would. go swimming in both of them Oh, I know you would. You wouldn't find me doing it, but yeah, I know you would. Yeah, that's exciting. You won't go swimming like ever. That's not like true. Swimming. I love swimming. You, I go you'll sw only go swimming if it's like above ninety degrees. Outside, you mean? Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you no. You would no, not go swimming in eighty degrees. That's actually not true. No, no. I I swim in eighty degree weather. The the water has to be relatively warm. Um, I mean, the older I get, the warmer the water has to be. I tend to like the water at about 75 or above. Uh, if it's between 70 and 75, I you can convince me. If it's below 70, no bleeping way am I getting in that water. But, yeah. Yeah. But it's just an age thing. And then when I get in, I typically don't like to stay in for too long. Though I believe it was the 4th of July last year. It was really, really hot, and we were at Unity Lake. And I stayed in for quite a while because it was so hot out, and that felt nice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that or not. I don't remember a lot of things. You don't remember a lot of things? Yeah. Well, yeah, I know. I have a really bad memory. You have a... I think... I believe, I believe you have a decent memory. Mm. I mean... Yeah, or you remember the things that I wish you'd forget sometimes. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah no, I just... remember important things. Like, and like what? Like what's an important thing to you that you remember? I remember moving when I when I was four. I remember moving from the Troy house to the Waldo house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was really scary for me. And I was pretty upset because it was new. Because it was new, I just didn't know what to do. Yeah, well, your bedroom was a lot bigger in the in the Waldo house, so that was a good yeah, thing. I'm, yeah, I think I was happy about that. But yeah. I remember when we got there, how Miles called it the garbage house, and I was sad. Yeah, yeah, he didn't like the house at first. Well, he, he called still it the... doesn't like the house. Have you heard him talk about it? It's so mean. Well, I think at the same time, I think he would be sad if he left the house. I mean. You guys have lived there a long time. I mean, oh, yeah. I never I mean, want to leave. Obviously, yeah. I'm going to, but... Yeah, it's going to be 11... It's going to be 11 years, yeah, yeah. I mean, I... The house I grew up in was the house in, that I lived in at Knox. And in the town of Knox. And I lived there for 11 years, between the ages of 7 and 18. Yeah, and it's... Yeah, that was the longest I've lived anywhere. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, I can't, I mean, the time's gone by incredibly fast for me, the time at the Waldo house, it's probably, it probably doesn't seem that quick to you, though, because no. you're, you're younger than I am, yeah.
I mean, it definitely seems like a, my entire life a little bit, but mm-hmm. it, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it has almost been your entire life. I mean, you're four years old. You probably don't have many memories of uh, the Troy house, do you? I remember losing my My Little Ponies. I remember the tire swing. I remember the backyard a bit. I don't really mm-hmm. remember the inside of the house that much. I remember where the stairs were. Mm-hmm. I don't remember my bedroom, but... I see. Yeah, yeah. It was a cute little bedroom. Um, it uh, The ceiling... Uh, match, the ceiling... What am I trying to say here? When I There's times when I want to describe something and I just can't find the words. It drives me crazy. But your ceiling was in the same shape as the roof. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. I remember the artwork that Mama drew, I mean painted. Right. The the tree, the tree branches. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember in Miles' room there was like a cow or something. There was a cow jumping over the moon. Yeah, I remember that. I just don't have a lot of memories of that house. But, like, there are some times when I have, like, dreams of that house, and it's so bizarre because I, in my dreams I see everything, but I can't yeah. really remember. I see. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's, you'll live in many more places as you get older, chances are. I mean, I've lived in a lot of different places, a lot of different places, and we'll probably continue to live in a few more, right? I don't think I'm going to live in... Uh, my tiny little apartment uh, for the rest of my life. But, no. No. But it's a cute little apartment, isn't it, Molly? <laughs> yes. I yeah. actually like it. Good. It never smells bad or anything. That's good. That's good because we don't want it to smell bad. And it never looks dirty. Like, it looks fine. Yeah. I've seen yeah. some pretty trashy apartments, and this one looks fine. Right. Well, I try to keep it looking clean. One thing... I can't stand anymore is having dishes in the sink. I can't stand having dishes in the sink. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I can't leave the house if there are, or I can't leave the apartment. I'm sorry. If there are dishes in the sink, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. It's a new level of neatness that I'm reaching as I get older. Uh, I'm starting beginning to become more organized, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you used to be pretty messy. Yeah, I used to be pretty messy, Molly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you're a neat person? A no. clean uh, you don't think so? I'm not a messy person, but like right now my room doesn't have any food in it or anything that's like gross. But I have like a few dirty dishes and there's like things on the floor and like my bed's not made. I need to clean my sheets. Oh, that's and another my thing. Ice cream stains. <laughs> Yeah, my day's not complete unless I make my bed. I I have to make the bed before I leave the house in the morning. I wish I could do that, but I just don't want to. Well, I mean, for the mo- I've lived all my life not doing that, but since I've lived here, I've been doing it. I guess it's just trying to establish newer routines uh, yeah. that you know, because the more organized I am, the neater I am, the happier I feel. I guess. Yeah, I'm always happier when my I right after I clean my room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I actually want to be in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I don't blame you, sweetie. Yeah. Um. So, topics of the day. Uh, do you like talking about politics? Yeah. 
what what uh is there one issue that's going on right now that you've been paying attention to well obviously the whole like black lives matter thing that's been like everywhere which is good that people are spreading awareness and stuff because literally like i always see it and it's a good thing that i see but like everywhere what is it hard to not see it and what is the good can you give some examples of the good that you're seeing Oh, people posting, usually it's on Instagram and they'll, you can like post on your story and it's only there for like 24 hours, but they'll like repost other people's things that are like justice for George Floyd, justice for other, other black people that were killed and, um, things, just black lives matter things and stuff like that. There's Mm -hmm. like a blackout Tuesday thing this week where you don't post for the entire day, um, because of black lives matter. And right. I, I bought a lot of people did that. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are your feelings about the protests themselves? I mean, are you sad that you missed the protest in Belfast this past Sunday? I am. Um, because I really wanted to go when everyone was posting about it. I was like, oh, wow. It's like, not too far from my house. I, I really want to go. Um, but I don't want, like it was, it definitely wasn't violent. I, I just was scared that someone was going to get hurt and I would see it and I wouldn't know what to do and I'd be scared or I'd get hurt or something like that. Like, I don't know. I definitely wanted to go. Me and Miles both wanted to go and we, mama said we could have gone, but like we invited Grumpy at that exact same time. Mm-hmm. So we just, yeah, but you you invited Grumpy, you invited Grumpy over to the house. You mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I had, but if I had an opportunity, like if there was one, if I had an opportunity to go to a protest, I would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think that peaceful peaceful protesting is really important, um, and I definitely think that there are some people who are protesting who don't know exactly what they're doing it for. Like they don't actually care about Black Lives Matter and they're just doing it because other people are. A lot of people around my age, typically just like people who think they're just really attractive, like white, these white kids that just think they're like all that, will like make TikToks or post pictures, take selfies of themselves at the riots and just post them but not really do anything or like at the protests and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Of them yeah. just trying to be attractive, like not actually fighting for the gods. They're just trying to be attractive. So they were there just to be seen and really weren't part of uh, the movement, if you will. Nah, That's- I saw this one like boy. He was probably 16 and it was a video on TikTok and it was not very long, but he he's, he's one of those boys with the kind of the longer hair, like the skater boy look. Like it's completely fine. He was objectively just an attractive boy. But then he like went to one of the protests and just started taking a bunch of like photo shoots. Like that's not what you're going there for. You're going there to fight for black lives matter. You're not going there to try to be attractive and post pictures of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I'm the, I am drawn not to go to the protests for the sole reason that we're supposed to be practicing social distance distancing and even if you're trying to keep yourself six feet away from people you're still talking about 
getting in even here in Belfast, uh, getting in, getting yourself involved with a group of 200 people. And to me, that's risky. So uh, and these cities where you have thousands of people, I do worry about a spike in uh, COVID-19 cases over the next couple of weeks. Uh, time, time will tell, but it's just like, how could it not spread? So um, as much as I admire the peace, peaceful protests and the, the positive message from the peaceful protests or the calls for unity, I really, really worry about the health uh, the community health aspects of it. Uh, and I don't believe it really gets talked about as often no, as it should. Because but. I feel like if you bring it up, people will be like, well, that's not what matters right now. And that is true. Black Lives Matter, of course, that's a much more important cause. But mm -hmm. the thing about COVID-19 is spreading it is just not a good idea in general. And I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that because I saw videos from the Belfast protests and there were quite a bit of people there. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of them were not wearing masks and I, I'm, and they obviously weren't six feet apart from each other, but I just don't think that I should be worrying about that because they're fighting for what's right, you know, but I don't want my grandparents to get COVID. I don't want anybody to get it and die or it's just not a good well, and I'm glad you bring that up because all of your grandparents are still alive. They're not young anymore. And you see them. You see them. And you don't want to give that. Uh, you don't want to give uh, that uh, horrible virus to them. And so, I mean, we have to keep that in mind. And it's you bring up a good point. It's just, I mean, one may be more important than the other at the moment. Maybe the message does need to get out. Maybe we, maybe these protests do need to happen in the numbers that they're having. I, I, but I just, I just worry. I just worry about the public health aspect of it. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's uh, you're you're living in an interesting time. When you're my age or older, you're going to tell your kids and. Uh, my grandchildren about this and yeah yeah it's uh i never had to go through something like you're going through right now when i was a teenager uh, and yeah so i it, admire your strength molly i admire your attitude on life <laughs> yeah absolutely um so you're you're 15 years old now. Mm -hmm. What are what are some of the hardships that 15 year olds have to face just in their daily lives? I mean, think about when life was back to normal. Think about when life was normal when you were going to school every day. What are some of the hurdles that 15 year olds have to jump over every day? Well, going to school can be really tiring and i just feel like as much as, as i think that education is really important but i don't think that having children wake up at such an early time like and then going on the bus which is fine i'm so glad that, that we have access to buses and i'm lucky for that but that just so early is just not healthy because i'm not awake enough to 
function throughout the day. I get eight hours of sleep and people say that's enough, but like I'm a growing person. I still am very tired during the day. I'm not staying up late. I just don't, I don't know what the issue is, but I think something needs to be done about that. But I just mm-hmm. like, everybody's tired. I just, it, I've literally fallen asleep in class so many times because I just can't function. And is that because you're getting out of bed too early in the morning, or is that because of the content of the material that's being delivered to you? It's because of the time I'm getting up in the morning, but also I'm the type of person that when I'm at school, I like to work. I don't like to listen. I I, I will listen to my teachers and I'll be respectful, but I hate when we have to just sit down and talk about things, like the teacher's just talking for the entire class. It. I like that's my least favorite thing. I want to be able to do my independent work. That's my favorite part about school is being able to do work because having the teacher talk like most of the students aren't listening. Just give us work and we'll learn something. Yeah. Well, and there's a lot to be said about that. And well, let me ask you this question. Uh, Now that you and uh, to to your uh, to show how serious you take school, what people that don't know you, uh, people who don't know you very, very well, don't realize how seriously you take your studies. Uh, I knew you took your studies seriously, but I didn't know how seriously you took your studies until I saw you work uh, during this COVID time. I mean, you work really, really hard on your schoolwork uh, every day uh, during the uh, coronavirus uh, time off from school that you had. And so you've had that experience, and of course you've had the traditional school experience. Mm -hmm. Do you think there's a way that you can do, do is it a better way of learning when you're doing independent work, when you have a project presented to you and you just are given time to do the project, maybe with a uh, peer or two. And if you have questions, if you need help, you just simply ask the teacher. Or is it, you think that's a better way to learn? For me, I, I'm not a visual, like I'm not a, a learner that like, I'm not an auditorial learner or whatever. Like if someone's, I don't learn when the teacher's just talking the entire class. I don't learn anything because I am I easily zone out, I fall asleep, I get tired, just things like that. Um, I like to read what I have to do and I like to have enough time to do it and I like to work on my own. I don't like working with other people. I like being able to talk to other people, but I don't like working with other people. I like doing it myself. I see. I wonder... I wonder when school does open up again, if it will be a situation where you go to school every other day. I would love that. Mm-hmm. And that would I wonder, be like really nice. Yeah. I mean, I believe it could happen. And out of this, I mean, the positives that come out of this learning, this educational experience. Uh, one, I don't believe there's really a need for snow days anymore. You can learn remotely. Um, you know, you've shown that you can do that. Most kids have shown that they can uh, do that. So uh, snow days that you have to make up at the 
you know, the the end of June, the heat, you know, in the heat where the schools are 90 degrees plus. I mean, those days, those days, I hope will end. Uh, but also the what I just mentioned, that maybe there's more home learning that can be done, especially with high school students that don't need child care. Uh, hopefully it doesn't turn into a, I mean, the supervision part's always going to be there. It's just like, okay, who's supervising these kids? And that, I suppose, needs to, needs to be considered. But I don't know. I mean, in a way, it's kind of an exciting time because it does open the door for those types of discussions. Uh, I mean, for the first time in years, I do believe uh, how education is... Uh, delivered is going to change for the better and um, it's just it's just yeah there's an issue with the whole snow day thing that you were saying or just remote learning in general because as much as I like it and I'm sure a lot of people like being able to do it in their own bed or whatever 30% of Mount View doesn't have access to internet and so they can't do remote learning on like snow days and stuff like that. So that's not fair to them because they could have missed an entire day of school when everybody could have missed an entire day of school. So the ways to the way to uh, counter that is to ensure that low income families have Internet access. Uh, yeah, of course, I don't think people would want to pay their like tax money on that. Oh well, I I don't know. There's got to be. I bet I there's. I, I I would if I was an adult. I might want to, but I just right. don't think, especially around where Mount View, like all their those people live. I don't think they'd want to spend their tax money on that. I don't think they think it's important. Well, the argument also is that uh, low-income families, their kids won't do the work at home. Um, and yeah, the statistics will show that the lower the income of a family, the less likely work is going to be accomplished at home. But there again, I feel I believe there are solutions to help with those with uh, those situations. Uh, it's just we have to c kind of think about how we can address that. Uh, there's incentives teachers can give for these students to do the work. Uh, there's uh, parent workshops. Maybe it's a home visit during times where uh, teachers can visit homes. And I mean, just so the parents don't feel singled out, you, maybe teachers need to visit uh, various homes. Maybe not all of them, but uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just I'm brainstorming out loud here. Uh, but there's... There, you're always, whoa, geez, hot mic. You're always going to have the issue of poverty and access to learning. Uh, th that's a problem that's been going on for a while. Would you agree with that? Yes, but yeah. especially at, like at Mount View, like I don't know the statistics of really, really nice schools in these really rich areas, like in southern maine like in places like i don't i forgot what it was called but it's like this cape elizabeth cape elizabeth yes that's what it's called um mm -hmm. like i don't think anybody who can like at cape elizabeth has no access to internet i mean i can't say that because i don't know the statistics but like it's just so different like even at belfast high school i'm sure there are people who don't have access to internet but i think there are more I, th I bet the percentage is a lot less than Mount View because it's in a less 
core yeah. area. Well, it depends on where you are in the Belfast School District. If you're in the town of Belfast itself, uh, chances are you're going to have access. And uh, yeah, yeah. In fact, I believe the school actually, or Spectrum even, uh, allowed it for free for a while. I don't know how that worked exactly. The problem is, is when you get out into the rural towns that are part of the Belfast School District, your Morals, your Swanvilles, uh, Searsmont, uh, that's where you start to see uh, people living in uh, poverty. Not all people, but uh, some people. Yeah, yeah. And it's, let's face it, if you have money, uh, chances are you're going to get a better education whether you go to public or private school that's just the way it is and that's the way it's going to continue but you know at the same time we have to keep on thinking of solutions to help people that don't have access to education uh, california do you know what california did with the sat recently what they decided that the SAT is no longer going to be a criteria, criteria for their for acceptance in their state universities. Oh wow! Yeah, and the reason is because uh, teenagers, kids that come from higher income families, do far better than kids from lower income families. The reason is, is because parents will pay for tutors or SAT prep programs, and they just have a huge advantage over kids that come from families who can't afford those tutoring programs. And uh, so what they hope to create in five years is just a standardized test, statewide test that all students have to take. And if they're is prep for it it'll be available to all students yeah yeah i yeah. yeah i agree with i i think that i don't know if, if every state did that i'm sure a lot of people would be upset because a bunch of people think that's important that's yeah, it's important mm -hmm. good every car that goes by i can hear it's coming through your phone <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, it's okay. The window's open. Oh, that's okay. Keep it open. Is it comfortable in there? Yeah. I see. Our setup here is I have the PA set up with the microphone, my headphones, and I look quite professional. Well, this is in my uh, living room kitchen that happens to be one room, and Molly's in my bedroom, which is pushed right up against the window that is open, and she's speaking uh, through her iPhone, and you have your what are they called airpods in your ears is that what they're yeah. called <laughs> yeah yeah it's amazing how this technology it's just i mean it sounds like we're on the radio i mean you're coming in as as well as i'm coming in i i can block out some ambient sound but yeah yeah pretty incredible yeah yeah and like that my phone air is pretty um uh oh like i don't think you can buy my phone it's not very old. It's an iPhone 7. I don't think you could get it at U.S. Cellular. I don't think they sell them anymore. It, but the microphone and camera quality are still pretty good. Yes. Yes. I got. I need to update my phone at some point. Yeah. Looks like so when, Donna said something. 
Yeah, she did. She said, I think grades are far better as an indicator of whether you will do well in college. I agree with that. I tend to agree as well. Yeah. And uh, my grades were fabulous in high school. Have I ever told you about my high school grades? You laugh. <laughs> well, are they, weren't they bad? Oh, they're terrible. They're awful. And that's my biggest fear because I am terrified of not being able to have a good family. I mean, I've just seen so much poverty and things like that, and I just am terrified that's going to happen to me. Obviously, I wasn't brought up in poverty, so I probably won't end up in poverty, but I just really want to have a nice, healthy, and happy family that I'll have enough money to take care of and for them to go to a nice school and for them to have enough food and stuff like that. I want to be able to have a good job. And that's why I stress so much about my grades. I didn't do that in middle school, but in high school I do because I know that that's what they're going to look at. In middle school, I didn't care. And in elementary school, I was, I got, like, I didn't have to do anything and the grades were good no matter what because mm -hmm. I was like, considered one of the gifted kids which i'm not anymore but back in elementary school i was mm -hmm. so um i just didn't have to work and so that kind of led on to middle school i just didn't really work and i still got good grades but then in eighth grade i failed english because i just didn't do my work you so, failed english because you discovered boys That's well yeah I, mean. I was just really upset but like also in eighth grade i just kind of like didn't stop doing my work because i got really sad and I don't know. I just didn't really focus as much as I should have. But so now that that's why this year I'm just focusing so much on my grades. Uh, Mama Ray Ray, Molly, you are an amazing person. You are still gifted. You're going to have a beautiful life. Aww. And Rumi says, hi, guys. Hi, Rumi. How are you doing? Yeah. So. Well, that's good. I mean, you, you did have a good freshman year of high school. You made honor roll at least one of the quarters, right? And, yeah. And then, of course, things fell apart in the third quarter. The second quarter, you were close to making the honor roll. And I know that's... I had an 84. Didn't I have like an 84 in one of my classes? And that's why I didn't get <laughs> Yeah, you're a point or two away from making the honor roll, which, I mean... And you know my attitude about it, Molly, is I want you to do well. But at the same time, I want you to be happy. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you thought much about what you want to do past high school? Um, no. I mean, I know that I love to sing. And as much as I like to sing, making money off of being an artist is so rare. I'm not going to end up like Ariana Grande or Billie Eilish. I'm just not. I don't live in a place like California or New York. And I just don't think that's gonna. Well, it's something that you can always use as enjoyment and whatever money you do make from singing, that's just the added bonus, if you will. Yeah, and... like when mama, do, mama sells her paintings and she gets money from that, but she gets her main money from her job and she right. likes her job, but she Ex likes to paint as a hobby. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. And it's good that you recognize that. And it's good that you continue to grow as a singer and want to improve and uh, write your own songs and what have you. I mean, people are people do pay attention to you when you sing. I mean, I wish I had your singing voice. 
Uh, Donna says, a state college that accepts a broad swath of people can give an excellent education, so grades less important. And yes, you are a gifted, yes, you are gifted as a singer. Rumi Thank says, you. and Rumi's asking, how are you doing? And I said, pretty good, Rumi. And yeah, well, I went to a state college and I turned out okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, I mean, Molly. I, I don't want to go to college, but I'm going to have to probably. I don't, I just, the thought of living with like a dorm scares me because I'm terrified of new people and having to like live with someone in like a sense, it scares me. I mean, what if like the girl I have to room with, what if she's mean? And even if, I don't know. And the idea of just college, it just seems so stressful. It is. It is. I mean, I remember when I went, I got thrown into this closet of a room with two other guys. And uh, I was scared. I, I remember being scared. And But the interesting, the interesting thing that happened is I realized that the other two guys were scared as well. And then I walked around campus. I found a couple guys I graduated from high school with. That provided some comfort and saw that they were scared as well. And then as the week went on, I became less and less scared. There were some parties. I probably partied a little bit too much those first two weeks. And then, lo and behold, something kind of hit me. Oh, yeah, I actually have to go to class, don't I? <laughs> So, I mean, it, it was like going to class was like the further, furthest thing from my mind. I had no idea what I wanted to do at all. And looking back on it, I should have taken some time off before I went to school. Uh, I did not have a very good freshman year of college. I didn't flunk out. I came pretty darn close. And I've told you this story. Uh, but if you're not sure if you want to go right away, live life a little bit, do something. Uh, but it's okay to live life a little bit if you if you're still young and you're not sure uh, what to do. Uh, gap, yeah, a gap year can be a good thing, and that's be and that's being encouraged more and more. And a gap year can look uh, different depending on the individual. It could mean uh, going to a post-grad school. It could mean an internship. It could mean some type of volunteer stuff. It, can't, it could mean traveling across the country and uh, seeing this, uh, this place that we live in called America, which I still have yet to do. Um, so, I mean, there's many, many options out there, uh, definitely, yeah. But it scares you to live in a dormitory? It does. And I don't know what college is going to bring me because I just don't know what job I want. Obviously, I'm going to be thinking about it more as the years go on. But, I mean, people have suggested a vet because you know how much I love animals. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to do surgery. I don't want to put animals down. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be a vet tech because I don't know how much money they make. I want to make a good amount of money, and I just don't know what I want to do. I, I, I would maybe want to be a teacher or something with young kids because I like teaching young kids, but I think that might just be me, me being like 
a girl and knowing I want to be a mother someday. I don't know if I'd actually want to be a teacher. Uh, Rumi just said, don't you like programming? It's my interest. Uh, programming? And, I haven't really done much with programming, but... Yeah. I can see you actually being a really, really good special education teacher. Mm, I don't know if I want to be a teacher. They don't get... As much as I appreciate teachers, I just don't think they get paid enough. I see. I see. Well, I get paid enough. Well, I guess I'm in administration you'll, you'll now. You live by yourself, though. Yeah, I know. What are you saying, Molly? <laughs> you you don't have that, to oh, pay for kids or stuff. I don't have to pay for you. You pay for me? Well, yeah. I mean, of course I do. I know, but like, I don't know. When it's two people together, like, because you and Mama were both teachers, so together it was plenty of money for mm -hmm. raising me and Miles. Sure. But... Sure. I just don't know who I'm going to end up marrying, and I don't know what job they're going to have. I would totally be a teacher if they had enough money, but if I was the only person in the house making money, I don't think that would be a good idea. Yeah, it's really difficult for a couple to be married, raise kids on one income, if that one income is a teacher's salary. it Yeah, it's really, really difficult. I did it. I did it when you two were little. I know. Yeah, because Mama had to stay home with us. That's right. Yeah, And she would never, ever, ever take that time back. That was very valuable time. Oh, definitely. And it was, I remember, though, I mean, they were happy times as well, um, but we didn't have much. Uh, we didn't have much. I mean, I remember I always had to work a part-time job just to make ends meet whether that be doing some landscaping work, painting, light carpentry. Uh, for a year and a half, I played in a band, uh, which actually that, that paid uh, quite well, but it took a lot of time away from you guys on the weekend. You're too little to remember that. Yeah, I don't remember any of this. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, but we made it work. We drove crappy vehicles uh, that broke down all the time, but yeah, yeah, we made it work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I do remember when your mother uh, started working part-time at the Montessori school. I don't know if you remember when she did that. That was, you know, that was welcome money. And then, But then when she went back to work full-time as a teacher, uh, it, that was when things started to get better for the family financially. So, so it, you're right. Two teachers, uh, two teachers in a family in that situation, raising kids. Yeah, they can make it and be, I'd say, even reasonably comfortable. Not rich, but reasonably comfortable. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And it's, you know, and money's not, you do know that money's not going to buy you, ha is not going to buy you happiness. I hope of you know. Of course I know that. I just know I really, really want a family. And hmm. I want to probably have more than one kid, maybe two or three. And I just know how expensive kids can be. I definitely want pets because of how much I love animals. And that will be expensive. I want to live in a nice house. I don't want to live in a mansion. I don't want to be president. I don't want to be a celebrity. I don't need a, like an in-ground pool with all this like fancy stuff. I don't need all that stuff. But I definitely need the stuff to make my kids and family happy, you know? Would you be happy with a single wide trailer with a Walmart blow-up pool in the back? No. You wouldn't be happy with that? No. no. 
not even for a short time. I mean, I don't know. I'm just throwing possibilities out there. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to live in a trailer. Nothing against trailers. I just personally, if I lived alone, it would be fine or with a boyfriend or something like that. But definitely not with kids. I don't want to do that. I see. I see. Uh, would you live in an RV? Like a, you know, um, a king? Not with kids. <laughs> no, well, not obviously. With kids. Obviously not with kids, but w could you would you travel across the country by yourself in an RV? I have a problem being like as much as I love my alone time, I get really scared living alone. I definitely I don't want to live alone for a long time when I grow up. I want to at least live with a friend if I'm not in a relationship. Like maybe an apartment we could like split the in like split the payment or whatever. I see. I see. I'm liking. Uh, I don't know. Well, living here by myself, what I'm surprised at is how little alone time I actually do have. Yeah. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. I mean, my life is busy enough, not crazy busy, but busy enough. So I don't have so much downtime that I'm just like, you know, wallowing in my own sorrow, <laughs> if you will. So, yeah. So, I mean, it hasn't been as bad here as I thought. I do miss you guys. Uh, but I still see you most every day, so that's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I feel bad for, like, parents that – or couples that split up and, say, the dad or the mom moves out of state and the kids live in another state. That must be really, really hard. I mean, I wouldn't be able to do it. I wouldn't be able to do it. I wouldn't no, I would – if you moved away, I, I would just be so depressed and I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, and I would – yeah, it wouldn't be good for – it wouldn't be good for our family and my relationship with you guys. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, the most important thing in my life, and you know it, uh, is you and Miles. And, and yeah. So, well, well, yeah. Um, so, what should we talk about next, Molly? You want to talk about 80s music still? No. <laughs> what was that song you were singing the other day that I was making fun of you for? Um, ex uh, Rumi says, excuse me, my own sorrow. May I ask what that last word means? Uh, sorrow just means uh, depression, if you will. Sadness. Yep. Um, what was that song you were singing? Oh, I know what it was. Is that song by Starship. That horrible one. We built this city on rock and rock roll. and roll. I like that song. Don't even, <laughs> Molly. That's it's a good song. That song. We built scary. this city. Don't. We built this no. city on rock and roll. Oh, that's so bad. That is so it's bad. good music. Well, you know, the, the sad part about that is Jefferson, uh, Jefferson, my main accent coming out, Jefferson Starship was Jefferson Airplane during the 60s. And they were like a pivotal counterculture, you know, hippie band. And then as they get older, they start putting out garbage like that. I mean, ugh. but anyway, but to each his own. If you like that song, all the power to you. At least it's not country. <laughs> I like a couple country songs. That's good. Just don't play them around me and we'll be fine. Right? I like Dolly Parton. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, we've talked about Dolly Parton here before, but yeah, Dolly Parton's classic. Yeah, when I say country, I mean like the modern country. Stuff. I know what you mean. There, I only I only like two modern country songs, and that's because they're funny. Like they're ironic. Like they're not meant to be ironic, but I listen to them ironically. But they're catchy. I see, and you don't have to tell me what they are or sing them. You that's already what... know what they are, probably. <laughs> I've played them before, and you get really angry, but you just don't understand. I don't understand the uh, depth of uh, country music, I guess, right? No, you don't understand why I'm listening to it. Like, I understand it's stupid and sounds bad, but it's catchy, and I find it ironic because the lyrics are just so stupid. <laughs> it's just really fun. Well, that, okay, so you're listening to it ironically, yeah. It's like Miles and his buddy, buddies going to see the Emoji movie. They actually oh, went yeah. to the and they're like, I know it's, and they're all like, I know it's going to be bad. I know this movie's going to be bad, but they went to go watch it ironically. So all the power to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DOS, whoa, hot mic. DOS entered the live studio. Don't know who DOS is, but uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah. So what do you see yourself doing this summer? Are you going to get a job? I was actually talking to Mama about this. I don't. She says I should talk to you about it because you're the one who brought it. She didn't know you were the one who brought up the co-op idea, so I told her that. Um, and she thinks that Miles doesn't want a job. She has, I don't think she's asked him, but she like gets that feeling that Miles probably doesn't want a job this summer. And there's going to be some conflict there because we're, we're, I'm going to want to swim a lot. I want to go to camp. And I don't know if I could take time off. I just don't know. I just... Do I need money right now? Because I don't think there's going to be drivers at this. Old. So, right. um, obviously I'm going to take drivers out as soon as I can. Mm -hmm. Um, so probably in around fall, cause I know they're doing it at Mount View finally. So I'll just do it when the school year starts Drivers in, and okay. mm -hmm. I'll pay for half of it. Like miles did. But Mama said, if I don't have the money at first, she'll pay for all of it, and I'll get a job and just work it off, you know? But like, And give her the money that I earn. But how are you going to have a job when you're in school? Wouldn't it make sense to have a job during the summertime, save that money, and then pay for half of driver's ed? I guess so. Yeah. I, just... I mean, I mean, a lot of these places, too. I mean, it's not like you're going to be working 40 hours a week. What you can do is just get something where you work, 10 to 20 hours a week and you can still do the fun things that you just described you can still go to camp you can still swim uh, you'll still have plenty of time for that but it'll allow you some money that uh, you can earn put aside and uh, pay for things like uh, half of your driver's ed you know it's just something to consider yeah, yeah. and places like the co-op are pretty flexible um as well molly so i mean have conversations with these businesses uh before you uh make these judgments if you will because uh yeah yes most companies businesses do want you to make a commitment for the whole summer but if you're honest with them up front about when you're going to be away uh they'll be okay with that they can, they'll work with you yeah so that's fine. And your brother, and I'll say it now, is going to have to find a job. Whether I he likes know. It. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, he's going to be 17, so yeah, no, he needs to work. He needs to work. But he doesn't have anything in specific he needs to pay for. I mean, obviously, he probably wants a car. Well, and he's going to want a car at some point. And plus, I mean, it's just he needs to have his own money. It's important to have his own money. I mean, he sells things, and he'll do side jobs, what have you. I do think he has he has some ambition. But, uh, yeah, uh, once he wants wants things like an automobile and the gasoline that goes into it, uh, yeah, he's going to have to earn his own money, and he realizes that. Yeah. 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 Uh, that was a motivator back when I was in high school, uh, was working during the summertime, which I never liked working during the summertime, but I did it, uh, and I did it out of necessity. Uh, I was able to work for a guy carpentry on Saturdays during the school year, my senior year, he paid me in a $20 bill. I worked for him on Saturdays. And that $20 bill allowed me to put gasoline in my vehicle. And I still had money left over to buy snacks every day after school for like five days. That's how I could stretch. Yeah, I could stretch that $20 bill out that long probably the gas that I put in it. I probably spent $10 on gas and $10 on snacks. That's probably how that worked out. Yeah. It's funny how times have changed. I couldn't yeah. stretch it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. All right. Well, um, you want to keep this one short? Keep this one an hour? We're at about... It doesn't matter to me. Obviously, I'm going to be up for a while. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't we cut it off now and uh, we'll do it again sometime, Molly. Okay. Okay, thank you for doing this. Of course. Okay. Thank you for having me. Uh, hey, anytime. All right. And good night to everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you. Bye.